0: services that allow them to have the right drug at the right price and being able to make sure that they're able to continually have access to that drug.
1: I think when you think about the pharmaceutical industry in terms of what's happened over the course of the last decade is we really see a trend towards companies going after smaller conditions. That was Chris Appolito
0: and Gotham Agarwal, co-founders of Triangle Insights Group and today's guests on Trial Card Talk, news and information on the biopharmaceutical and life science industry, and the role Trial Card plays in it. Here's your host, Landy Townsend.
2: Hello everybody, welcome back to Trial Card Talk, the official monthly podcast series brought to you by the good folks at Trial Card Incorporated. Trial Card is a full service life sciences commercialization partner, that provides comprehensive solutions that span the entire biopharmaceutical value chain. In addition to a foundation of fully integrated, digitally enabled patient support services, its broader offerings include everything from late stage clinical trial management to post-marketing HCP engagement services and proprietary data as a service payer intelligence and insights. Founded in 2000, TrialCard provides commercialization needs for more than 160 life science customers has connected over 35 million patients with more than $18 billion in branded drug savings to date. The company is headquartered in Morrisville, North Carolina. For more information about TrialCard, please visit TrialCard.com. My name is Landy Townsend, and I am the VP of Marketing and Communications here at TrialCard. I'm joined, as usual, by the TrialCard Associate Creative Director and the producer of TrialCard Talk, Eric Manning. Eric, how was your weekend? Oh, it was great. It was great.
0: I, I spent uh, the better part of the weekend uh, learning uh, some cool new tunes uh, on guitar, particularly stuff from Merle Travis. Uh, I like uh, music from the 40s and 50s. And doing yard work.
2: Yeah, yeah. Uh, we uh, we went to uh, a Hurricanes game. Unfortunately, our, our beloved Carolina Hurricanes got beat over the weekend. Um in the nhl stanley cup playoffs but we did uh grill out a, a couple of times you know it's prime grill season now yeah uh so through some burgers some steaks some salmon on the grill a couple of trips to the pool this weekend so nice um great weekend but as you all know memorial day weekend marks the official start to summer but uh with you know the the pool parties and the barbecues and so forth and. The, the guitar uh, strumming on the couch. it's easy to forget what Memorial Day actually means while we're busy doing all these things that it's not just a day off from work so uh, want to uh, obviously uh, commemorate uh, and remember those who fought for peace at home and abroad and we wanted to thank all of those folks for their service. Um, we are blessed to live in a country like we do that uh, where we have so many freedoms because of people who have come before us and who have died for those freedoms. So just want to say that for all of our veterans, uh, past and present, we appreciate you. So we're excited about our podcast guest today. Uh, and just a little background information on April 12th of this year, April 12th of 2022 trial card announced the acquisition of a company called triangle insights group. Now this is our seventh acquisition in the past three and a half years uh, and we're very excited with, as as we are with all of our acquisitions, we're very excited about the possibilities that exist between Triangle Insights Group and TrialCard. Triangle Insights is a strategic uh, consulting firm focused on delivering high impact solutions across the, across the life sciences and value chain. Um, so there's a lot of synergy between TrialCard and Triangle. So um we thought it would be a great idea to bring in uh we've got two of the founders two of the three founders of triangle insights with us today and so without further ado let's get right into it so our guests today are from triangle insights group gotham agarwal
1: and chris apolito gotham and chris would you guys please introduce yourselves Thank you, Landy. Gotham Agarwal, one of the founding partners of Triangle Insights. Uh, started the firm along with Chris and a few other folks about nine years ago. Looking forward to the discussion today.
0: Yeah, thanks, Gotham. Chris Appalito, as Gotham mentioned, also a founding partner about nine years with Triangle Insights. And we'll do a little bit more in our background in just a moment. So thank you.
2: Yeah. So, So you guys are based in Durham with offices in New York and San Francisco. Talk a little bit about your 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 strategy with having three separate offices. And I
1: know you uh, New York is a big talent uh, base, so tell us how that works, Gotham. Sure, I can start to speak to that. Uh, uh, so as we started Triangle Insights, we felt it was really important to eventually have a few different hubs within the country. So naturally, kind of... Boston, New York, and San Francisco are the geographies that came to mind. We see these geographies as both being hubs in terms of attracting talent, young folks. Uh, We're often recruiting undergrads, PhDs, and MBA students who may want to start with the firm, but also importantly, really being close to our customers. The majority of our customers are within half an hour to an hour of those hubs, and it's important for us to make sure that our staff also mirrors those geographies. Absolutely.
0: Another thing that I think we've seen over time with our staff is it provides optionality. We've had quite a few employees actually spend a year in New York or spend a year in San Francisco and come back to Durham, North Carolina and so forth. So it allows them to provide a continuity of culture across the offices as well.
2: Great. We're going to get into... You know the, the history of the company and, and how how things came to be in just a moment. But let's just take a step back, and, and if you guys could give a brief overview of what Triangle is, what you do, um, maybe what you focus on, that sort of thing for our
0: for our listeners. Sure, thanks, Landy. So, Triangle Insights is what I'll call a pure play life science consulting firm. We very much work with clients from an early concept or technology. All the way to the point of when the product is potentially in the marketplace and more what we'll call inline marketing. In terms of areas of focus or expertise, what we've done over time is develop almost centers of excellence. And those centers of excellence focus in pricing market access, new product planning. Uh, in addition to that, we have other therapeutic areas of focus, one being oncology as well as CNS, central nervous system, things like schizophrenia, depression, and so forth, as well as cell and gene therapy and rare disease. So that's helped us to differentiate and really develop a a deep expertise in those areas. Great,
2: so let's take it back. We have two of the three uh, founding partners here. Um, Let's talk a little bit about some of the key drivers for starting Triangle Insights. What'd you say, nine years
1: ago is when we started? So what were some of those key drivers for starting the company? As we were starting the company exactly about nine years ago this April, uh, we really felt that what was missing in the market at that time was a company that really had a partnership mindset with their clients, but was also knowledgeable in being able to address the the key critical questions that the clients were addressing. We had worked uh, with several different consulting organizations in our past histories and learned a lot from those experiences, but at the same time, the mindset of having a pure strategy consulting mindset but also bringing in the knowledge, expertise in pharma, understanding commercialization strategy, understanding valuation methodologies, understanding the discipline that s- typical strategy consulting brings in, we felt wasn't really there at that time. So those are some of the founding principles that we found Triangle with. And
2: everybody has a differentiator. You, know, you guys are two of the founding partners. What, what would you say that your true differentiator is between Triangle and other consulting companies?
0: Yeah, so I, I think the, it, it actually mirrors both what we talked about in terms of the centers of excellence as well as the, the drivers of starting triangle insights. It's the depth of experience as well as the uh, convergence of strategic frameworks, codified strategic frameworks that are proven, that work. But then the team that's often um, used or assigned to execute on those engagements have eight years of experience in the institutional knowledge, um, that can be transferred or drawn upon during those engagements, I think is uh, very unique in the marketplace, whereas in, s- in other situations, perhaps the team has to learn, get up to speed in that therapeutic area or their specific technology. Here, from day one, we're able to add value. I
1: understand. I'll chime in on that too, Chris, but I think those are those are good points. One of the things I've also enjoyed and been proud of that we've been able to develop as a company over the last nine years is team members who really feel passionate about solving the problems and about really thinking about what the client needs but, and being able to be in the position of thinking like the client and help them thinking about it with ownership in their mind. Uh, that, that partnership and that ownership mindset for our teams, I think, also translates over into what we see when we're working with our team members, really passionate individuals who are working, honestly, long hours to try to do a lot of work over a short duration of two, three months to address these critical questions that our clients are asking us to address. I guess the greatest compliment for, for you guys
2: would be if if the pharma company actually felt like the triangle team was an extension of their own brand team. That's I think when you know you're in a good spot with with a particular organization. Yeah,
0: D- just to build off of that, Lenny, I mean, it speaks a little bit probably to the ethos of our firm. There are a couple different customers that we've had or clients that we've had over the eight or, or nine years where we started with them with our the underlying technology. Uh, These clients didn't necessarily know where to apply that technology, but but ultimately we helped them develop a portfolio strategy, identify those assets which they should potentially develop over the course of those eight years, helping them actually come up with their launch plan, helping them price their product, helping them actually commercialize the product. One particular company in mine was a private entity. We worked with them all the way through the process of going public to the point where They asked us to go up to NASDAQ with them, ring the bell with them, on the stage with them. Um, And that that type of partnership that Gotham had mentioned before, I think, is a very unique experience and very rewarding for the team as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. So
2: let's talk about market trends. So um, obviously, there's a lot going on in this market always. But I mean, most recently, the copay accumulators and the maximizers and the CMS best price rule seems like a lot going on um, of late. Um, what current or future trends in our life sciences sector are, are most well
1: aligned with the expertise and the experience that Triangle brings? I kind of paraphrase it as being small while acting large, right? I think when you think about the pharmaceutical industry in terms of what's happened over the course of the last decade, is we really see a trend towards companies going after smaller conditions, smaller therapeutic areas, more rare conditions, but at the same time, to succeed in those markets, they actually need sophisticated capabilities that mirror what large pharma has been able to do with thousands of reps, with all the commercialization strategies that exist. For us, as we looked at potential partners for Triangle Insights, TrialCard Card was a, was, was a great partner from that perspective, a, a partner who allows clients to be able to have all the sophistication that's needed to be able to commercialize technologies things that are not only accessible to the large pharmaceutical companies, but they can also be accessible to the smaller biotechs of the world that have a single product in phase three as they're developing them and trying to bring them closer to the market. For us, that was was truly a value proposition that we think TrialCard can provide to us, but also a challenge that we, when we think about strategy consulting, how can we help a smaller biotech or a larger pharmaceutical company? Think a little bit about what the market will be a few years from now because, like you said, the pharmaceutical markets are changing, whether it be on the pricing pressure or pricing disciplines that exist or the commercialization strategies that are going to be required to succeed and have multi-billion dollar assets in the future.
2: What do you all see as the greatest growth opportunities for Triangle and its consulting services now that you're with TrialCard?
0: Yeah, I think the, the one thing that continually evolves is the, the centerpiece of the healthcare system. If we look back 20 years ago, it was often the physician. Maybe 10, 15 years ago, it was the payer. While the payer is still very much important, it's becoming more and more the patient. It's a patient centric business, both from uh, the, the pharmaceutical perspective, from the perspective of the, the patient has more accountability for their healthcare more accountability even for the financial component. Right. So I think that the connectivity between something like trial card and trial insights is we have a line of sight earlier on when when companies are starting to identify the patient they want to target, identify the value that they want to potentially create, and then some of the services that that ultimately trial card already has become an industry leader in is identifying the right patient but activating that patient. Enabling that patient to ultimately have access to their drug, to be able to pay for that drug, and then to also maintain that patient throughout the course of the disease through adherence and compliance programs as well. That's a great answer.
2: Given some of today's market trends, what are the what are the biggest challenges that you see facing customers today?
0: Yeah, I think as, as Gotha mentioned earlier, you're starting to see more and more biotech companies target niche patient populations, subpatient populations. Populations that potentially there is no precedent in, in approval for that uh, potential indication. Uh, so what what's happening is a, a increased need for partnership with payers, with potentially patient advocacy groups, and so forth to identify what are the right clinical endpoints that will be rewarded in the marketplace, but also that will be accepted by the the regulatory bodies as well as resonate with with payers as well. So it's it's something that can't be done in isolation, but needs to be brought on and thought about and pressure tested with these different bodies earlier on in the process. This isn't something that's happened 10, 15 years ago, where if you were going after a cardiovascular drug, your endpoints are already known, lowering HDL or LDL and so forth. In these particular niche populations, rare disease and so forth, you're potentially creating a new path and and needs more um, partnership from, from day one.
1: I think it's interesting. And for, for me, this kind of also comes back to the connectivity that we were talking about earlier. It seems like the pharmaceutical markets are continuing to trend towards an increased need of realization of the commercialization across different stakeholders, whether it be payers, patients, or physicians. That understanding of that connectivity and the newer challenges that exist, to Chris, your point, right, I think what we are seeing is for companies that have selling gene therapies, Understanding what a pay-for-value contract may look like, uh, how does durability impact that pay-for-value, uh, are payers receptive to those type of contracts? When you're thinking about the financial incentives, we've done a lot of work in the biosimilar space. For biosimilars, what will contracting strategies need to look like, how do those influence not only the payers, but... but uh, physicians in terms of their financial incentives are all aspects that we think are important to understand and can have a significant influence on the commercial performance of pharmaceutical companies as
2: we as we think about triangle and trial card together right as a a unique value partner um, how is how is the company or the two companies um, if you will uniquely uniquely positioned to provide the
1: most value to its customers I think the value ultimately goes to the fact that the customers that we've been talking to over the last nine years of our company's experience have essentially been the same people that TrialCard has been talking to or the existence of TrialCard. Uh, we think there is a lot of value to be able to talk to those customers not only about the strategies that they need to think about as they're going to market, but also some of the capabilities that TrialCard can bring to bear. So We see incredible synergies in terms of what the commercial relevance, what that call point from our perspective can look like. But from our client's perspective, I think what the value is that they can now work and have conversations with a company on our end that really understands the commercialization capabilities that a group to, like card can bring to bear. So it really makes it much more of a, a group that really understands all the pain points of our pharmaceutical clients and brings it closer to fruition in terms of a single partner that can address the spectrum of the needs that they may have.
0: Yeah, I think I think too often there's a chasm between the strategy and then the execution of that strategy. What we're hoping to do is, uh, is bridge that through through, through our um, our partnership and so forth.
2: So the deal, the press release announcing the acquisition of Triangle Insights Group went out in, on April twelfth, which was just really three weeks before the biggest uh, specialty pharmacy summit st- uh, in the country started, and that is Assembia uh, out in Las Vegas, Triangle. Is uh, was able to join Trial Card out there. So, Gotham and Chris, what were some of the takeaways from Asymbia twenty twenty
0: two? I think one one of the things that was uh, surprising and exciting at the same time was the the natural overlap that we probably didn't recognize even from from day one with regard to not only the, the some of the services but the 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 clients themselves. We were in multiple meetings as a joint entity where we had previously actually been um, consulting for these particular clients uh, and had got to the point where they were potentially in the process of selecting potential partners like a trial card, but then often were not involved in that decision. Mm -hmm. And now in those meetings, we could come forth with what we thought were the key business questions that as a team, the client and Triangle had been discussing, and now you're having a real conversation, a meaty conversation of how can our trial card solve those business questions that were um, identified during the consulting engagement, for example.
1: Right. Three additional thoughts from me on that. I think first of all, it was just nice being in person in a post, I guess, a post-COVID world. Right. Being in person with, I don't even know how many people go to SMB—five thousand plus people—but it was incredible just to see everyone in the industry and see people that you recognize. Uh, Second, I kind of think about some of the meetings I had. I kind of think about a meeting that we had with a small pharmaceutical company where we were doing some introductions, and it was good to be able to see just kind of that that hypothesis of the synergy where. We're talking to someone that trial card may also have value in co- having conversations with, but being able to provide what Chris had suggested earlier—that kind of more one-stop someone who understands the strategy and the pain points, but can also start to speak to here's how you can commercialize, here's how you should be thinking about differentiating as a small company against a large company that may also be launching a product in the similar space. Uh, And then I think about a a meeting that we had with a larger client, which uh, TrialCard brought us into, and helping them uh, just first listen to all the great work that the TrialCard colleagues have done for that client, but also starting to think a little bit about where the strategy of that firm is going, and uh, thinking about things like best price, and thinking about how that may influence copay programs, and thinking about if that were to have gone a different way, what innovative approaches can a company like TrialCard take? To make sure that pharma companies and trial card can continue to evolve for the future of where some of these commercialization services are going. Yeah, did you ever think you'd be excited about an in-person meeting after
2: two years of Zoom calls? <laughs> I mean, we took that for granted when we were you know pre-COVID, but it really was nice to you know to be in a room with people and to do things the old-fashioned way, you know, without without the Zoom calls. Um, when we talk about looking ahead um, with the two organizations coming together. What do, you, what do you see as the real, let's call it connective tissue between the two companies?
0: I think it, it probably goes back a little bit to the answer before, focused on the patient, right? Uh, obviously, trial card, I think, excels with regard to identifying the right patient, potentially providing uh, the services that allow them to have the right drug at the right price and being able to make sure that they're able to continually have access to that drug. Um, from, from our perspective, the the clients are more and more talking about patient-centric, patient-centric. Mm-hmm. So f- when we're looking at a new technology or a new asset, the patient view is really, um, it starts there with regard to, all right, what are they going to value? How are they potentially going to uh, gain access to it? As well as when you, you think about the patient, it goes beyond just the patient, it, it, it potentially could be the caregivers, it potentially be the ancillary services that help bring the patient up and maintain them up in a healthy state. And I think having that visibility early on and then having the wraparound services that trial card uh, provides is something that is very unique in the marketplace.
1: I'll chime in with another kind of way of thinking about it, at least from my perspective and what I've really enjoyed over the course of almost the last two months has been the personal interactions with the trial card. Uh, not only the leadership, but all the folks that we've met over the last couple of months. It's been, it's been incredible just to see a, a common kind of perspective on how do we think about clients, how do we think about problem sal- sol- solving, how do we think about our teams. Uh, For us, as we were having conversations ahead of the transaction, we saw that in the conversations we had with the leadership team, but it's been impressive, and even for our teams to be able to see that in all the conversations they've had so far. I think we really truly see, and we're part of the the trial card company now, but we truly see our colleagues as as friends and, and as folks who we want to learn more from and work together with, but it's been impressive to see just that same teamwork mindset. Play out in all the conversations we've had. Well, and, and uh, from from the trial
2: card standpoint, it goes both ways. We've thoroughly enjoyed, you know, getting to know you guys, even through the the due diligence phase and and the the, the acquisition and um, the subsequent meetings we've had. Just as we start to integrate, you know, the sales and marketing teams and and the the two organizations as a whole. So we've been very impressed with with you and your team, and uh, just just want to let you know that too. Gotham. Thank you. Um, as we wind down, guys. Um, And we think about how we go forward and how we construct both of these companies um, to really represent the best of of Trial Card and and Triangle. Um, What do you want the perception of the
0: joint company to be uh, through the eyes of the customer? I think it's really um, an end-to-end commercialization solution. For the customer, Uh, having the line of sight from the technology, from the patient from day one, but being able to integrate the different offerings all the way through as the product potentially matures, as the customer becomes more visible to the client. As I mentioned before, when you, you think of some of these unique conditions, there will be a need for the identification of the right patient, the building of awareness of the physicians. That's something like HCP Engage is a, a program that Trial Card has that potentially can be more involved 24 months ahead of launch Then starting to get into the, the hub services and patient services. This is something that is becoming more and more to the left of that development of that pipeline and having that integrated um, offering and having also the ability to draw upon the experiences of one another. We already, within the first month, are are accessing some of the trial card employees, bringing them on into some of our engagements to say, what are some of the best learning, best practices that you've seen that we should be at least bringing to our clients as well? And they're starting to even be part of that project team, so we're excited about that.
1: I think that's perfect. I don't think we could have said it better, but from my perspective, it kind of goes to being strategically informed in terms of our clients' pain points, being able to provide that full-service commercialization platform, and doing it in an integrated manner, right? There's different companies that are part of trial card, but I want our clients to be able to eventually think about us as a seamless experience that they can have across the different needs and the different pain points that they have.
2: That's great. That's great we're going to adjourn any final words from either of you it's been a great conversation i just wanted to give you the opportunity to have the final word if you
1: if you would like it and from my perspective it's good to be on board week number 7 with trial card we've been enjoying the experience getting to know the team and getting to think about how we can shape the future so Really excited about Next Steps. Is this your first podcast? That's this is my first podcast, wow. yes. you seem like a podcast veteran. <laughs> I'm impressed. So does Chris.
2: You guys <laughs> seem no very idea. very at ease here at Trial Card Studios.
0: Yeah, the only thing that I'd like to add is that as we learn more and more about Trial Card, I think we become more and more excited about the opportunity. We'll have to figure out, honestly, how to prioritize all the opportunity in front of us. But whether it's working with policy reporter or the different um, components, we're, we're extremely excited about what we potentially can offer clients and customers in the future.
2: And that's a great problem to have. So,
0: all right. Well, I want to thank you both, Gotham, Chris. Thank you both for
2: being here. Um, we will uh, look forward to working with you guys in the future and maybe have you on an on a episode next year. <laughs> and we can talk about the successes that we had together in 2022. We'll thank look forward you. to it. Thank great. you, Lindy. All right. You. Thank you. That's going to wrap up this episode of Trial Card Talk. Again, I want to thank our guests, Gotham Agarwal and Chris Apolito from Triangle Insights Group for joining us. If you like what you've heard today, please do us a favor and subscribe, rate, and review us on your favorite podcast platform. And again, if you want more information about anything you heard today, please visit uh, trialcard.com or shoot us an email at sales at trialcard.com. Our next podcast will be late June and we look forward to seeing you then. Until then, stay safe and be well. The Trial Card Talk podcast is a production of Trial Card Incorporated. It is edited and produced by Trial Card Associate Creative Director Eric Manning. Trial Card Talk and its content are the property of Trial Card Incorporated, Morrisville, North Carolina, USA.